Welcome to Bible Curious, where we explore the entire Bible from cover to cover, asking ourselves, what is the Holy Bible? What claims does it make about God? And what message does it have for us today? Whether you are faithful or unfaithful, believing, unbelieving, or just plain curious, this series is for you. I am Arthur Milliken, and today we will be reading Genesis chapters 24 and 25 from the World English Bible. You can find our reading plan at biblecurious.org forward slash plan. The Book of Genesis, Chapter 24, Introduction What follows in this chapter is the marriage of Isaac to a Semite woman named Rebekah. If you listen carefully, you will find the tone strikingly different from previous chapters, with tremendous attention paid to small details in the environment. Moses is now working with a new source. This chapter is the testimony of Rebekah as recorded by her second son, Jacob. This chapter includes a wife for Isaac. Rebekah is chosen. Isaac marries Rebekah. Chapter 24 Abraham was old and well advanced in age. Yahweh had blessed Abraham in all things. Abraham said to his servant, the elder of the house, who ruled over all he had, Please put your hand under my thigh. I will make you swear by Yahweh, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you shall not take a wife for my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I live. But you shall go to my country and to my relatives and take a wife for my son Isaac. The servant said to him, what if the woman isn't willing to follow me to this land? Must I bring your son again to the land you came from? Abraham said to him, Beware that you don't bring my son there again. Yahweh, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my birth, who spoke to me and who swore to me, saying, I will give this land to your offspring. He will send his angel before you and you shall take a wife for my son from there. If the woman isn't willing to follow you, then you shall be clear from this oath to me. Only you shall not bring my son there again. The servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master and swore to him concerning this matter. The servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, having a variety of good things of his master's with him. He arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor. He made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the time of evening, the time that women go out to draw water. He said, Yahweh, the God of my master Abraham, please give me success today and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water. The daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Let it happen that the young lady to whom I will say, Please let down your pitcher that I may drink. Then she says, Drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished speaking, Behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, 
Abraham's brother, with her pitcher on her shoulder. The young lady was very beautiful to look at, a virgin. No man had known her. She went down to the spring, filled her pitcher, and came up. The servant ran to meet her and said, Please give me a drink, a little water from your pitcher. She said, Drink, my lord. She hurried and let down her pitcher on her hand and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will also draw for your camels until they have finished drinking. She hurried and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again to the well to draw and drew for all his camels. The man looked steadfastly at her, remaining silent, to know whether Yahweh had made his journey prosperous or not. As the camels had done drinking, the man took a ring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold and said, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me. Is there room in your father's house for us to stay? She said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. She said moreover to him, We have both straw and feed enough and room to lodge in. The man bowed his head and worshipped Yahweh. He said, Blessed be Yahweh, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his loving kindness and his truth toward my master. As for me, Yahweh has led me on the way to the house of my master's relatives. The young lady ran and told her mother's house about these words. Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. Laban ran out to the man, to the spring, when he saw the ring and the bracelets on his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, saying, This is what the man said to me. He came to the man. Behold, he was standing by the camels at the spring. He said, Come in, you blessed of Yahweh. Why do you stand outside? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. The man came into the house, and he unloaded the camels. He gave straw and feed for the camels, and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Food was set before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told my message. Laban said, Speak on, he said. I am Abraham's servant. Yahweh has blessed my master greatly. He has become great. Yahweh has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male servants and female servants, and camels and donkeys. Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old. He has given all that he has to him. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I live, but you shall go to my father's house and to my relatives and take a wife for my son. I asked my master, What if the woman will not follow me? He said to me, Yahweh, before whom I walk, will send his angel with you and prosper your way. You shall take a wife for my son, from my relatives, and of my father's house. Then you will be clear from my oath when you come to my relatives. If they don't give her to you, you shall be clear from my oath. I came today to the spring and said, Yahweh, the God of my master Abraham, if now you do prosper my way which I go, behold, I am standing by this spring of water. Let it happen, 
that the maiden who comes out to draw, to whom I will say, please give me a little water from your pitcher to drink. Then she tells me, drink, and I will also draw for your camels. Let her be the woman whom Yahweh has appointed for my master's son. Before I had finished speaking in my heart, behold, Rebekah came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew. I said to her, please let me drink. She hurried and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. So I drank, and she also gave the camels a drink. I asked her and said, whose daughter are you? She said, the daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her hands. I bowed my head and worshipped Yahweh and blessed Yahweh the God of my master Abraham, who had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter for his son. Now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me. If not, tell me that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered, The thing proceeds from Yahweh. We can't speak to you bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go, and let her be your master's son's wife, as Yahweh has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed himself down to the earth to Yahweh. The servant brought out jewels of silver and jewels of gold and clothing and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things for her brother and her mother. They ate and drank he and the men who were with him, and stayed all night. They rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away to my master. Her brother and mother said, Let the young lady stay with us a few days, at least ten. After that she will go. He said to them, Don't hinder me. Since Yahweh has prospered my way, send me away, that I may go to my master. They said, we will call the young lady and ask her. They called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I will go. They sent away Rebekah, their sister, with her nurse, Abraham's servant, and his men. They blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you be the mother of thousands of ten thousands and let your offspring possess the gate of those who hate them. Rebekah arose with her ladies. They rode on the camels and followed the man. The servant took Rebekah and went his way. Isaac came from the way of Ber Lahai Roy, where he lived in the land of the south. Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the evening. He lifted up his eyes and looked. Behold, there were camels coming. Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she got off the camel. She said to the servant, Who is the man who is walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. She took her veil and covered herself. The servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. He loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Not much needs to be said about this material, which is beautifully written and flows like a novel. 
We will meet its author, Rebecca's son, Jacob, next chapter. The providential sign witnessed by Abraham's steward when Rebekah offered to water his camels gives an example of how one man established a faith-based relationship with Yahweh. If you are truly acting according to God's will, then he will not withhold from you signs that he is pleased with your efforts. The Book of Genesis, Chapter 25, Introduction As we bring to a close the Annals of Abraham, notice how the ultra-long lifespans from before the flood compress with each generation, converging on the 120-year lifespan foretold by Yahweh during the time of Noah. This chapter includes Abraham and Keturah, the death of Abraham, the descendants of Ishmael, Jacob and Esau. Esau sells his birthright. Chapter 25 Abraham took another wife, and her name was Keturah. She bore him Zimran, Jokshan, Midan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan became the father of Sheba and Dedan. The sons of Dedan were Ashuram, Latushim, and Leumim. The sons of Midian were Ephah, Epher, Hanok, Abida, and Eldaah. All these were the children of Keturah. Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac, but Abraham gave gifts to the sons of Abraham's concubines. While he still lived, he sent them away from Isaac his son, eastward to the east country. These are the days of the years of Abraham's life which he lived, 175 years. Abraham gave up his spirit and died at a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. Isaac and Ishmael, his sons, buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar the Hittite, which is near Mamre, the field which Abraham purchased from the children of Haith. Abraham was buried there with Sarah, his wife. After the death of Abraham, God blessed Isaac, his son. Isaac lived by Bear Lahai Roy. Now this is the history of the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's servant, bore to Abraham. These are the names of the sons of Ishmael, by their names, according to the order of their birth. The firstborn of Ishmael, Nebaioth, then Kedar, Abdeel, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Massa, Hadad, Tima, Jetur, Nafish, and Kedema. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names, by their villages, and by their encampments, twelve princes according to their nations. These are the years of the life of Ishmael, 137 years. He gave up his spirit and died, and was gathered to his people. They lived from Havilah to Shur, that is before Egypt, as you go toward Assyria. He lived opposite all his relatives. Now this is the history of the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham became the father of Isaac. Isaac was forty years old when he took Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel the Syrian, of Padan Aram, the sister of Laban the Syrian, to be his wife. Isaac entreated Yahweh for his wife because she was barren. 
Yahweh was entreated by him, and Rebekah his wife conceived. The children struggled together within her. She said, If it is like this, why do I live? She went to inquire of Yahweh. Yahweh said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two peoples will be separated from your body. The one people will be stronger than the other people. The elder will serve the younger. When her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. The first came out red all over like a hairy garment. They named him Esau. After that, his brother came out, and his hand had hold on Esau's heel. He was named Jacob. Isaac was sixty years old when she bore them. The boys grew. Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field. Jacob was a quiet man, living in tents. Now Isaac loved Esau because he ate his venison. Rebekah loved Jacob. Jacob boiled stew. Esau came in from the field, and he was famished. Esau said to Jacob, Please feed me with some of that red stew, for I am famished. Therefore his name was called Edom. Jacob said, First sell me your birthright. Esau said, Behold, I am about to die. What good is the birthright to me? Jacob said, Swear to me first. He swore to him. He sold his birthright to Jacob. Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew. He ate and drank, rose up, and went his way. So Esau despised his birthright. Esau's nickname, Edom, means red. And the way this narrative ties the name Edom to the bowl of stew Jacob cooked for him makes it clear that this chapter spilled from the pen of Jacob. This account also portrays Esau as a bit of a brute, which, given their sibling rivalry, we should probably take with a grain of salt. Perhaps, when compared to the mild-mannered Jacob, Esau may seem like the jock of the family, but remember that he's still the grandson of Abraham and the son of Isaac, so Esau is likely no dummy. Jacob cleverly presented his trade, one bowl of stew for Esau's birthright, as a joke, and Esau responded with equal levity, not realizing the seriousness of Jacob's offer. The names of Rebekah's twin sons exhibit the typical Hebrew quality of having one meaning given at birth, but prophetically taking on new meaning later in life. Jacob can mean heel catcher, so named because he was gripping his brother's heel at birth, but the name also means supplanter, which Jacob will fulfill later on when he steals Esau's blessing from their father Isaac. Esau, named after the hairy red coat which covered him when he was born, also has a name which suggests doer or done, and foreshadows his early career as a hunter with a violent temper who will have to rely on his own resourcefulness to fulfill his destiny because Jacob will supplant him as the primary recipient of Abraham's promise. Jacob is our next incarnation of Christ. And as our story unfolds, 
we will see how much he struggles with God in light of the original sin inherited from his forefather, Adam. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you for giving us this wonderful, vibrant window of life reaching back thousands of years, but with such clarity of vision that it could have happened yesterday. Thank you for resurrecting the ancient past so that it can live again through your eternal word. Thank you for your son, Israel, for Israel's miraculous history. May it be written on our hearts so that you can be our God and we can be your people. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you've satisfied any of your Bible curiosity, please rate this series. If you have feedback, write a review. And if you are still curious for more, please subscribe so that we can send you timely updates. And join us for our next episode, where we will be reading Genesis chapters 26 through 28. Jacob and Esau, sibling rivalry at its absolute finest. This is Arthur Milliken saying goodnight and God bless.